Welcome to a new episode of Los Bichos Podcast. My name is Johnny. And I'm Eddie. And we are here today. Halloween episode. Spooky. Yes. Probably coming out the day after Halloween, but oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie, did you have an exciting Halloween weekend? I had a pretty chill weekend, actually. Um... I had planned earlier this year to actually go to New York for Halloween, but uh, closer to Halloween, I decided to stay home. So it was pretty chill. How was yours? It was like the chillest Halloween I've ever had. I would say mine was the chillest that I've ever had, too. Uh, What did you do Friday and then Saturday and then Sunday? Mm, So, okay. So Friday, I Friday was supposed to be my like going all out night Mm -hmm. and just like you know, classic Halloween night, but my friend canceled on me last minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who's your friend so I can beat him up? I'm not going to say, say their podcast. names. No. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with uh, Marin. <laughs> um, but Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like last minute he bailed and, um, uh, I honestly it was fine with me because it was I don't know if it was raining in DC but it was raining in New York yeah. on Saturday or Friday night so in addition to like being tired from work I honestly didn't I wasn't that mad that I got to stay home yeah so I just like went to bed pretty early and uh honestly very chill Friday night um Saturday I went to a friend's housewarming slash Halloween party in the Upper East Side which was very chill um yeah, that was good. And then Saturday, Saturday I, um, I'm i part of this gay marching band, and we performed in the Halloween Day Parade here in New York. Um, mm-hmm. You mean Sunday? You're right, yes, yeah, Sunday. Um, so overall, just like very low-key, chill Halloween weekend. And honestly, much needed, because sometimes like, you know, Halloween is basically like gay Christmas, and it's just yeah. like overwhelming sometimes. Um, but I had a good time. What did yeah. you do Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So Friday, I didn't do anything. I wanted to stay in, so I did. Um, Saturday, I went out with someone, and we went to go see a movie together. With, and... Wait, wait, wait. Skirt, skirt. With someone? Yes. Do I know this someone? You do not. <gasps> How did and the then, movie go? You know, we went to go see Dune, but I don't want to talk about it right now because it's my media of the week. Okay. Okay. And then yesterday, I went to uh, Dirty Goose. You've been there before, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I did not wear a costume all three days, so that was very weird because I love making my own costumes. But, I don't know, this year I just wasn't feeling it, so. Lame. I know. I saw that you had three pretty good costumes, though. Yeah. What were they? <laughs> Friday was... Uh a reuse of an old costume. Um, It was Dora the Explorer. Mm -hmm. She's, she's my fellow Latina and fellow geographer slash map user. So it's always fitting. Um, My Saturday costume was Johnny Bravo. um, Based off of my namesake, Johnny Bravo. (laughs) And um, Saturday, Sunday was um, Lumberjack because 
that was the theme of the all the like the gay marching band we all dress up as lumberjacks so nice i had to buy a flannel for the first time because i had not owned a flannel before yeah and, um i look great in a flannel i'm just gonna say that <laughs> i saw the picture and i disagree <laughs> you must you must be on staten island because everyone else is, was on manhattan <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> you're on lonely island you're by yourself oh everyone wow else... such a new york joke wow it, it was a bob it was a bob the drag queen reference oh was it you don't remember that joke in, no in her season I don't. Okay. This, you're not a real fan, so. I it's clearly okay. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? We should just become a complete Drag Race recap show and just recap all seasons of Drag Race. That'd be I'm so. Sh- that would be like everyone else, but I'm sure we would get like a thousand more listeners. <laughs> I love our 13 listeners. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love each and every single one of you. (laughs) Please don't go away. (laughs) Nice. So how was your week overall, though? That was fine. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was just ready for the weekend. I don't even know why I was so excited for this weekend. I think I just get excited for, like, the spirit of Halloween, you know? But you didn't even end up doing anything Halloween-y. I think, okay, so I don't know. Because last weekend, I had, like, a scary movie marathon. And for me, like, those are the things that I enjoy most about Halloween. Are, like, scary movies, getting scared, being spooky. Like, you know, summoning a demon. Those are my... Those are the things that I... Like, I love parties, don't get me wrong. Um, but we do that every weekend, you know? Yeah. And with but Halloween... Oh, you, don't, you don't get to party... Just wearing a jock strap all the time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> how, how did you know I had a jock strap uh, costume ready, ready and willing to go? <laughs> because um, you're gay and basic. So That's I'm pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, like, Halloween is our topic, yes, right? Yeah. So, Boom. like, oh, oh, oh. so, like, were you always into Halloween or was your family into Halloween? Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> um, yeah, I, we were always into Halloween. Um, or I always dressed up. My go-to costume as a child was a police, which wow. now is looking back wow. is, is, is problematic. <laughs> it's I not problematic. I guess, I guess for you and your family, Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really did say Blue Lives Matter. Like, I said it like seven years in a row. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we always um, celebrated um, Halloween. But I will say I have one like religious aunt who like didn't let her children celebrate Halloween because it's like the devil's holiday or whatever. Yeah. And um, I always felt really bad because like my cousin was never able to celebrate while like we were going around like getting candy and like knocking door to door and just like having that whole experience. So I yeah. kind of feel bad for my cousin for like not having that opportunity. And when your cousin murdered your aunt like 10 years after that, like was that a shock to you or... No, I was expected. 
<laughs> I kind of feel you on that because like my family grew up super Catholic. So it was kind of weird because my mom really wanted us to be like Americanized. And so she really wanted us to participate in those kind of things. Mm. And so she would let us go and trick or treat and like do all this fun stuff. But at the same time, she was like very much like, this is a devil's day. <laughs> like, like chill out, that kind of stuff. So it was pretty weird. But mm. I, I've always loved Halloween. You know what? I like never. I, ugh, I'm so far away. Like I, I think of Halloween. I like don't see the connection to like Devil's Day at all. I'm just like so far <laughs> removed from that. From like, a religion. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like means something totally different to me. I'm just like it's just like an excuse to like dress up or just like I don't know. And. Like I'm not I'm not scared of like movies anymore really. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like I forget that it's like legitimately has roots in like the supernatural and in stuff. the scary. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually been thinking about that recently too. So I had a like every Halloween I have to have a movie marathon. And last weekend we had one. And um we were just looking for movies that would like scare us. And we and every movie that like we picked out like, one of us was like, no, not scary, not anymore. And I kind of, like, I'm, like, kind of, like, freaked out because I'm, like, shit, like, what the fuck is going to scare me now? Like, <laughs> you know, it, you? Used to, it used to be, like, a, a quick possession would scare the shit out of me. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever done, like, a, a scary maze or, like, um, a, a haunted house or, like, a... You know, like Hollywood Horror Nights, they do at like, um, what like is it? Six Flags or like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fr- Fright Fest. Fright Have Fest. you done something like that? Oh, hell yeah. I've done it all. I, I fucking, like, I honestly love Halloween a lot. Like, maybe this week, I, this this past one, I, I, I chilled out on it, but I, I love it. Um, actually, one of our, one of, um, I went on a, my, my ex-boyfriend took me to a, a haunted house one time that was really good. It was in DC and it was like multiple houses in one warehouse. Uh-huh. And that one was really good. And let's see, I have gone to Fright Fest before as well. And uh, those are fun too, because you get to ride the roller coasters in complete darkness. So mm. how about you? Yeah, I've done Halloween, How. Probably, so the reason I asked is because the last time I was, like, legitimately scared of anything was mm-hmm. at um, Hollywood Horror Nights in Los Angeles at, um, you know, what is it, Universal? In Florida? Florida? No, in, in Los Angeles. Um, I think it's Universal. Okay. Um, and, yeah, they're just, they're, you go through a whole bunch of mazes and just people are, like, popping out at you scared, mm-hmm. or, like, scaring you. And those are the last times that I remember, like, legitimately, like, being on my toes, just, like, not knowing what's about to happen. Because it's not only at the att- attractions. Like, it's yeah. all throughout the whole park that they're just, like, popping, popping out, out at you. At you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, this isn't, like, a Fright Night kind of thing. But, like, I, like, I'm, I, I know the one thing that would scare the shit out of me, right? If I were to do it. And that would be the Ouija board, right? Uh, mm. <laughs> But, like, I always get, like, super excited around the thought of, like, the supernatural or, like, messing around with the occult or that kind of stuff. Um, But I know I'm too much of a scaredy cat to, like, actually go through with it all the way. 
Um, I think the one of the funniest stories that I've ever done was uh, in high school. Have you ever heard of the Bunny Man Bridge at all? Yeah, it's our local claim to fame. It's our and local, yeah, it's our local urban legend. Did you ever go? I did. Yes. No way. Yeah. Did you go like at like what is it midnight? You're supposed to go. Yes, I'm, I'm about to tell you the story, bitch. Set so, the set the scene. Where is scene. it? High schoolers. No, no, no. But where? Uh, it's in Fairfax like, Station. Fairfax. Okay. Yeah, it's in Fairfax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the legend goes that this man escaped from a mental institution, and he was dressed in a bunny man costume. And in the bunny man costume, he uh, killed a couple people, and then he hung them off of a bridge. And the legend goes that uh, if you cross the bridge at night, uh, you'll see a bright white light. And after you see the bright white light, the bunny man comes for you, and you don't get to come back to the other side. So that's the legend. Um, the bridge itself is located in Fairfax Station, Fairfax, Virginia, and it is like in a kind. It, it is in kind of like you kind of forget that like Fairfax is a little bit wooded because because <laughs> the like the place where it is, it's like it's heavily wooded and there's very few houses there. Say and... what? Say wood one more time. Wood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I I went with it was me. Uh, Mari, our friend Marie, and then our friend Sean. And uh, so Marie and Mari, they both like, they both put my arms around them, biggest mistake of their lives. Oh, I remember this story. (laughs) (laughs) And then my friend Sean went ahead of us and he he was like, you know, like typical like dude thing. He was like, oh my God, what's that? And then, like, he made it to the bridge, and he was like, oh, or something like that. And I, I can't even, like, okay, I <laughs> went into flight or flight, fight or flight, and I, I flew. I, <laughs> <laughs> and so, since I had both girls around my arms, I was like, these girls are weighing me down. So literally, I, like, go like this, and I push them towards the bridge. <laughs> And I booked it for my car. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I got in the car, I locked the door. You're an awful. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> they're like, let us in, let us in, let us in. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And so like I let them in, the two girls. And they were like so mad. Obviously, they were mad at me. But one of the girls, uh, Marie, she ended up peeing her pants. <laughs> so we were in the back of the in the back of the car we had to put like a towel down oh uh, my god <laughs> but it was scary i loved it i had such a like to this day i'm kind of like fuck like in an emergency situation it's probably not best to be around me wow. <laughs> i will push you towards you, the danger you are an awful person <laughs> But yeah, I think that's like the most like supernatural kind of scary urban legend thing I've done. Have you done anything like that? I have um, my closest experience to the supernatural um, was one time me and my family went on a trip to Florida. It was either Orlando. It was was probably Orlando. Um, And on our way back, 
we I like begged my dad to drive through Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. which when I was a child, I watched a lot of Travel Channel and I learned through the Travel Channel that Savannah, Georgia is one of the most haunted cities in the United States. So I was like so excited to like drive through, maybe see something spooky or whatever. And we just drove through. We didn't really stop at all. Um, I w- And I had a, a digital camera at the time that I was just like taking random pictures of like random places and in Savannah, Georgia, as we drove through. Yeah. And when we got home, I uploaded the pictures to our computer. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through the pictures. And there's this one picture that, like, spooked the shit out of me. Because there's fully, fully, to this day, I really wish I had this picture. Mm-hmm. But it's on somewhere in some old family computer that no longer exists. <laughs> but yeah. it's this picture of like a ghost in a window it's just like a picture of a regular home yeah like if you look in the window it's like like very um like to me like a a ghost Mm -hmm. and um it scared the shit out of me (laughs) (laughs) and i showed everyone i was like look i got a picture of a ghost yeah (laughs) And like, cause it was, it was like, you can see a faint outline of a face, but everything else was like blurry and, um, distinct. And it, and I don't know how to explain it really, but it just like very much, I feel like I got photographic proof of the supernatural, of the supernatural in that, in that picture. Why do you um, think that, why do you think that is that like supernatural stuff happens to certain people and then not to others? Oh, is that, th- a, is that a thing? I don't actually think that's true. I think people are just like not noticing. Like so you, you know, so you think that it goes on all yeah, the time. All the it's time. Just, it's, it's whether just... you're. But yeah, like, it's, it's whether or not you're noticing it or paying attention. I don't. But see, like that's like cheap though. Like I think like like a ghost or like a spirit or whatever spirit or um. <laughs> or, or like anything like that like it wants to make its presence known so like say that your room right now right that's not true okay I... well, let's take a step back one sec first let's start with the question do you believe in ghosts of course yes okay i do i, I do too i think we're all energy and that energy has to go somewhere when we die um but uh what was your second question did you have a second question or was that the your only primary I'm working on it. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so we have established that we believe in ghosts and the supernatural. Right. You're saying that like they are actively trying to make themselves known, but that's not true. Like not every spirit is out here trying to connect to our world. Like some of them are just like, okay. Yes. In, in, in the universe, just like doing their thing. I, I'll, I'll agree to that. But what I'm saying is like, in a haunting situation like say your room is haunted this isn't a spirit that like spirit sorry i have to say it like that all the time <laughs> spirit um so like say your room is haunted right or your apartment is haunted like it's not going to be some ghost that like is living its life and it's like oh let me just act when no one is here you know it wants it wants its presence known in your place it's either because I don't, I don't necessarily think that like spirits are malignant or anything like that, but I think that there is some form of hostility to them. Otherwise, why would they 
like cause fear and terror in people. It, it doesn't mean that the spirit itself is like evil. It just doesn't have like, like you know, I just want to be here and be left alone kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I, I think there are different types of spirits and like a, a malignant one or one that is like trying to make contact with someone will make contact but Mm -hmm. i thought you mentioned that because you said you said that all ghosts are are trying to make themselves present Uh, maybe i was being uh, yeah maybe i was being a bit hyperbolic there but like i i meant like ghosts like oh no no you you said um why 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 some well, people experience yeah um, why some ghosts. people experience it and some people don't and you said that it's because we weren't paying attention yeah, yeah 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 and i just disagree with that i feel like if like we were in like if you were in a room that was haunted or if i was in a room that i was ha- that was haunted like i'm just soy descuidado right so like i sometimes don't pay attention to my surroundings but like if a sp- if something moved all of a sudden or there was a noise all of a sudden you know i would hear it you know so like a spirit wouldn't make that noise and then just like not make its presence known i don't i don't think it would just do that i thought you were saying that certain people experience supernatural phenomena and certain people don't is that what you're saying or am i, I am yeah yeah and i'm and i'm just saying like why do you think that is and i don't think no, it's so, because and it's yeah, not I don't, because I don't we think, weren't paying I don't attention that, no i i do disagree i i think everyone is experiencing supernatural whether you're noticing it or not mm-hmm. um because i don't think certain people i mean there are those people that like those um what are they called those people that have their shows now the psychics psychics that like claim to be closer to the supernatural world mm-hmm. and, and that might be true or whatever i don't i don't know but um yeah i just feel like there's why would why would a ghost like just pick certain people i don't know my mom always used to tell me that it's some people are like in a vulnerable state and when they're vulnerable and maybe they're more open or susceptible to like the supernatural i guess Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i that's what that's kind of my belief my belief is, is that like if you're in a in a dark place not necessarily well yeah dark or like if you're stressed or you're going through something that's very mentally taxing your guard isn't up like it would be normally and that makes you more susceptible to to that kind of that, kind that of seems, yeah that seems very convenient to me <laughs> so, so you're so you're telling you're telling me that like only when I'm like stressed or just like whatever emotional that I can be haunted. No, that's like not realistic. I'm not saying. Should, I'm not I saying. Should, in the, I'm not in saying my world, I'm, I should be let able. Me, to, let me finish. Let me let finish. Me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Is this gonna be our more, our most contentious episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. I'm saying. I should be able to have a great day and still be haunted by a ghost. (laughs) I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I'm just saying that you're more susceptible to it when you're in a high stress or high, like, 
emotional state, I guess. Because you're more aware, I feel. You're you're like your sensors are out, you know, when you're when you're stressed that, or I feel or like when you're only, anxious. That only proves my point. Like you only notice these things when you're like in uh, that space, in that headspace. But like supernatural is happening all around you. Right. But like you have to be sensitive to it. Is what I'm saying. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if like anything super because the Buddy Man Bridge thing for me was excuse me. The Buddy Man Bridge for me thing was like like I was just scared, but I wasn't like, oh my god, this is for real, you know? I am trying to think if there's ever been a situation where I was like, holy shit. Like this just got real. Um and like the only thing that I can think of, uh, there was okay. There was a, there's two things, right? And I I love how like religion kind of like states that like witchcraft and wizardry and Harry Potter is like bad for you, but like religion is nothing but like rituals and ceremony and magic, you know. So it's it's so stupid. Um, but anyways, um, one time in El Salvador. Uh, we were, it, it was me, my grandma, and my mom, and there was a, a, like, a freak thunderstorm that happened, and have you ever been in, in, like, those countries when there's a thunderstorm? Um, probably. I don't remember a specific time, though. Because when it thunderstorms, it fucking thunderstorms, and, like, and in El Salvador, there's, like, a superstition where you have to cover all the mirrors up because it attracts lightning, apparently. Oh my god. <laughs> so our house in, in El Salvador is like open concept. So like, you know, we were like covering up all the mirrors and shit. And all of a sudden my mom like screamed. And um there was a like a a drawing of Jesus that we had in our living room. Um while she was trying to cover it up, she saw that like his his hand had turned into like a hoof. Almost, uh, it w- in a drawing form. It was like a painting that, like the painting, t- like his arm turned into like a hoof kind of thing or whatever. That's really creepy, isn't that creepy? Yeah. And my, my mom was, my mom and my grandma literally flipped a shit. Like they were like, "Oh my god!" Like my grandma was like, "Where did you get this painting?" <laughs> and like my mom we were just freak and like of course in that moment i'm freaking out and they wouldn't even let me see the the painting but then they like did like they prayed and they like burned it or something i guess i don't know it just made it worse i know (laughs) they set the spirit i know now the spirit's free all up in that house but it's open concept so it's fine (laughs) that doesn't mean it doesn't have to open any doors so that was one and then the second um i had to wait for my mom outside of a room one time um because she was helping the priest out with an exorcism for who uh some random some random girl that they said that she was possessed and so my mom was helping out i guess so i that never like i never saw anything but like I guess that's the closest I've ever been to anything supernatural. Do you think exorcisms, like... Exist? Not exist. I know they happen. Mm -hmm. But, like, do you think it works? (laughs) Like, I don't... 
I'm just like, I don't know. Like, can you? I act? think. I, I don't think, know. I think faith, and like, I think faith is a very strong thing, and the mind can can do a lot by it, you know, on its own, I guess. And if you believe in something so strongly, like it couldn't change the tides. I feel like in in certain situations. Mm. <laughs> you don't. You don't think so. No, I believe I'm 5'11 all the time, but that doesn't make me 5'11. <laughs> that's different, though. This is like something... How is that not how is that different? It's like because that's just fact. Like the supernatural like lies within uncertainty. Like it's not you don't know if it's real or not. So like you can't battle you can't battle like the superstitious or you can't battle the supernatural, I should say, with logic because it's illogical. Watch me try. I mean, you're trying right now. (laughs) Which is why I'm surprised that you actually believe in that kind of stuff. Because you are such a logical person. I think it's logical to believe in ghosts. I think it's like, is it impossible for a ghost not to exist? Right. But if you believe in ghosts, then you have to believe in the fact that, like, if someone is possessed by a ghost, they can be excised of that ghost, right? See, that's what I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's true. I don't whatever. I I just like I feel like there has to be some structure to this and obviously part of it is like we don't know it, but I'm, mm-hmm. part of me is like it exists, we just like don't know what that structure is. Yeah. It's it's like part of you like morbidly curious to see if that like happens to someone that you know or that you experience that kind of situation. Like a possession or like anything like scary movie wise. Let's not let's let's take out like serial killers and like killers like that. Yeah, but like anything, yeah, and it could happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why when it comes to horror movies, I'm like, I hate slasher films. Mm-hmm. I I like them for like, like historical purposes and like how we evolved in horror. But from a from a scary perspective, I'm like, this isn't scary. This is like real. Like. <laughs> Like, someone could just go crazy and start killing people. And that's not scary. That's just, like, dumb. It's just, like, I'm scared of things that I can't explain. And I can explain a serial killer. Like, that's very real. It's, like, very real in real life. But I would say nowadays, that's what scares me more than the supernatural. Is, like, shit that Mm. can actually happen. I mean, mean, we're we're queer people. So, like... What? I know, right? Weird. We we put our life on the line every time we go suck that random guy's dick in at his apartment. <laughs> if you think about it, it could be a serial killer. <laughs> That's very true. Every I have a I have a system where I put, I take a picture of the guy that I'm about to hook up with, and then I send the I send a a message with a picture and the address to Madi, and I ask her to call me in like an hour and a half. And if I don't call, if I don't pick up, then assume that I've been murdered. See, that's why I just host. So if if I'm gonna be murdered, at least it's in my own bed. Nice. You know, I I don't mind hosting, but I actually prefer to travel. I don't like having to clean up my, my my spice afterwards. Just put a towel down. What are you like? <laughs> shit on the walls. <laughs> <Shit> on... <laughs> I'm gonna shit on your face. Do you <laughs> shit on these walls, man? <laughs> Brenda. Oh, icon. Uh, I wish. 
Speaking they should have like a scary movie, movie six, like Brenda only. <laughs> she really deserved her own. She spin-off. really did. Ooh, she did. She did all the heavy lifting in that second one. Yeah. Ugh, icon. Anyways, um, do you have like a? Do you have like a top three or top five favorite scary movies? Um, I'm gonna go with three. Okay. Um, El Orfanato, which is a Spanish movie. Um, is my number one. It's like a beautiful and skit. Yeah, <laughs> Un dos tres, Un dos tres. Yeah, that shit. Um, is very Guillermo good. del Toro. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm a Guillermo Guillermo del Toro stan because my favorite movie ever is Pan's Labyrinth, and so that's how I um found El Orfanato. Um, Ophelia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um. It's it's not that the movie is particularly like terrifying, but I find it to be beautiful. I find all of Guillermo's work to be very like weirdly beautiful, and um, in the same way that I don't, I'm not necessarily scared of a lot of things nowadays. I wasn't scared of the movie, but I thought it handled the supernatural in a really beautiful way. Yeah, um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, One thing that Guillermo does really well is if you guys remember last week i said that like a good scary movie set, sets up a good world and a good atmosphere Guillermo del toro is a master in setting up atmosphere and setting up a world like you really believe the world that he created but sorry yeah. go ahead his attention to detail um to to like setting those environments up in his movies are just like top notch yeah, because yeah. even Pan's Labyrinth has, like, moments of fear in there, too. Like, that eyeball monster is fucking scary as shit. Yeah. That Mitch McConnell, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two is going to be The Grudge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I talked about it on the last podcast. It, in terms of the last movie, I remember actually being scared i was i remember being in the movie theaters sweating yeah and like hiding under my sweater just like wanting to leave the movie theater um and maybe it was a combination of like my age because i I was probably like 14 or something um but that movie scared the shit out of me yeah i'd be interested to see if i see it now if it's still scary or not but um and then number three um Come back to me. What are okay. your what are, what are your three or five, whatever you want to? Um, I think I touched on it last a little bit, but I was a little high towards the end there. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> let's see. Um, hmm. The Conjuring. I mean, the Conjuring is is a great one. Yes, I love the Conjuring. I feel like you always talk about it. I do. I love introducing the Conjuring to people because it how is... are you introducing one of the most mainstream horror movies to someone? Because you'd be surprised. A lot of people don't like watching horror movies, and I live. If anything, nowadays, like scary movies, I'd love to show to people so that I can like feed off of the fear that the people like. I'm feeding their fear. I'm like a fucking. <laughs> Fear That's vampire. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like I like, especially if it's a movie like The Conjuring, where I know where all the scariest parts are. Like I'm looking at the person looking at the movie. <laughs> when, when I, whenever whenever I show it to someone new. Um yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put the conjuring there. Yeah. It's it's good. It's a good fucking movie. Um The Baba Duke. Oh, so good. Have you seen The Baba Duke? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. That little kid, I felt like 
I was with the mom. I was like, just, you know, snap his neck. It's fine. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> that one was really good, too. Um, hmm. Anything campy, really. Campy and gory is fun, so. Yeah. I have uh, three more. Go for it. <laughs> um, I'm going to put Hereditary on the list, just because right. I thought it was... A movie that you said was horrible when we went to go see it? That's very true. So, I, I, when I left the theater, I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Um, I didn't think it was that great, but, like, as time went on, I, like, realized... I don't know. I just like realize how like it's such a great movie. Like the acting is is just top notch. And to- can't get better than Tony Collette. So Tony Collette deserved an Oscar. She did. They don't really give Oscars to horror, which is like such a stupid thing. But whatever. She should yeah. have gotten an Oscar for The Sixth Sense too, which is another great horror movie. Go ahead, sorry. Um, hereditary. Hereditary. Um, I'm going to add Cabin in the Woods to this because it's really commentary on the genre as a whole, which I, I love a smart movie. So when you add like horror and like this uh, different perspective um, on horror or like make, kind of making fun of the genre, mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was so good. And lastly, I'm going to put Wreck on uh, the list. Mm-hmm. Wreck is... Um, did one I show you? Was I the one that showed you Rack? Uh, I, possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah, because um, Rack is another one that I masturbate to all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Rack is one of the early um, found footage, uh, or at least when found footage movies became popular. It was like one of the um, first ones. It's a and Spanish on, film. It's a Spanish film. I, mm-hmm. I generally love foreign horror more than i do american horror mm. um and so wreck was like it's so good there so if you're uh, i'm assuming most of our listeners are american you probably know the movie um quarantine um which is a remake of wreck so wreck is the original a shitty uh, remake of wreck it's a shitty remake um but it, yeah i recommend wreck um and, and that's those R-E-C, are my... R-E-C. So it's yes. like record, record, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that movie's so good. Oh. I think I'm going to watch that this weekend. You know they made like four more movies of, of Wreck. Yeah, I've seen the, the first three. I have not oh. seen... Have you? Yeah. Yeah, this, with Wreck, like, I loved it up until the end when they kind of tied it to like some supernatural bullshit. Or, I mean, it is all supernatural, but, like, when they started adding, like, Jesus and shit, I was like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're Span- they're uh, Spanish. They always have to make it, like, religious. That's true. Do you remember when I showed you Veronica? Yeah. When Didn't we-, we fall asleep during that? We totally did. That was on my birthday, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, waking up in the middle of it and just being like, Veronica, <laughs> i was like in my own world because i had such a shitty night that night what <laughs> don't you remember i called you crying i don't remember this oh my god i, I called you crying because all my friends got really drunk and left home early and you, i was are you thinking of me yes of course because i called you and then as, as moral support you 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 
you let me into your apartment. What? <laughs> and, and then we saw Ray, or we saw Veronica together. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Damn. I'm over here like precious moments again, and you. <laughs> I also, but I think you make up some shit. I don't think this actually happened. This 100 percent happened. <laughs> all right. Well, good to know that even when I'm not paying attention, I'm a great friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, because that night, too, a boy that I liked said something really mean to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. He's dead now. I killed him. <laughs> you, you know, you. Uh huh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, Halloween's over, so you can no longer watch horror movies until next year. Just no. by the way. Uh, 11 I months. To, I have to watch Wreck. Ha- I'm going to watch Wreck. That's just. I can't believe I skipped it over this year. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say before? Uh, say, oh no, you know what kind of like, kind of like, now that I think about it, what kind of took away some of the mystery and the charm of Halloween was like partying, like going out to parties and stuff. Cause then Halloween became less about like, the the spookiness and it became more about the fun of it all because Halloween is just so much fun you know and as a yeah. kid and as a kid the only the only thing you do is trick or treat so like the whole time what you're thinking about is like the spookiness of it all but when you're like a teenager and you're going into college and like Halloween becomes more about the parties it like takes away some of the magic that Halloween had you know mm. at least for me yeah. And I became a little That's less true. scared of Halloween because now it's just a, an excuse to get fucked up in costume. Yeah, that's kind of how I view it, really. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it has scary for me in, in a really long time. Yeah, it sucks because we're dead inside. I guess adulthood kills the, the magic of Halloween. 100%. Is that how we're <laughs> going to end this conversation? <laughs> uh, on a very, on a very on a realistic... Somber note. <laughs> yeah. Halloween is dead for adults. But, oh, did you have, like... Have you had, like... What was your best costume? Your best costume. I don't want a top three. I want your best. Dora the Explorer. Oh. I just feel like it's so fitting. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Fidel Castro. Okay. Then... <laughs> We're ending. <laughs> that is, I, I that want is, a co- I want a costume contest with Fidel. Castro. But you let you let down our people. <laughs> it oh was god! A fucking good costume, though. Wow, okay. I looked exactly. So that is the end of our <laughs> our podcast. We have ended this journey at episode sixteen, and we're we're, ne- we're never. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we we've lost the Cuban market. <laughs> I know he's a dictator. Fuck him. But what contest did you win? I won a contest for like the Hispanic Heritage uh, Halloween party. This was a Hispanic Heritage Halloween party, and they yes. let Fidel Castro win. Boom, baby. That is uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you can't just cancel me. You have to cancel 
everybody at George Mason Hispanic Heritage Council. Oh, you should have started with that this was a George Mason party. Now it makes a lot more sense. Oh, shut the fuck up. JMU. <laughs> you, you guys didn't even have Hispanic Heritage anything there. That's, that's <laughs> you, had the, you had the mini KKK. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Either way, Halloween, so much fun. I love it. Um, you know, this one was a pretty chill. Oh, you know, it's kind of a bummer that last year was kind of canceled for me, too, in terms of Halloween. But, bitch, um, you're the one that's trying to end this on a somber note. You're like, Halloween's dead. Like, this, I'm never going to survive. I have to watch horror. I have to watch Rec to, like, feel something again. You're, like, you're literally the one driving you this episode the into one, the ground. You are the literal. You started the conversation, nothing scares me anymore. I'm dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. All right. And with that, we're going to end this segment. <laughs> And welcome back to Los Bichos Podcast. And right now we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag... Oh, I thought you were going to sing along with me. I guess not. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) You got to give me a count in. It's too late. Oh, we're going to be talking about Drag Race Canada and Drag Race UK. RuPaul's Drag Race, let the best woman, best woman (gasps) Best drag queen win. You gotta oh, change fuck. the lyrics. Fuck that. Damn. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you, fuck. I'll, you know who needs to fuck off is uh, Michelle and fucking RuPaul. Those pieces of shit. Tell me more. Wait, which are? What are we starting with? We're starting with UK because I don't. I wanna. I wanna end it on a on a. You know, I'm I'm bitter with both both series. I'm not mm. even gonna lie. First of all, RuPaul and Michelle. I've said it multiple times. Those motherfuckers need to stick to the U.S. franchise only and let the Brits be the Brits because Paul's advice in this episode, it was Snatch Game, was the worst. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid bitch? Shut the fuck up. What, what were your thoughts? So for everyone who may have not seen the episode, RuPaul went... So the episode was Snatch Game. Snatch Game is when someone... When the contestants um, play a celebrity in a in a game it, show, setting. it's a parody of the match game. The match game was a game in the seventies and eighties yes. where celebrities were trying to figure out what the contestants were trying to answer. So it's the same thing. So in the walkthrough, RuPaul is asking the queens what character they've chosen the snatch game and for some strange fucking reason rupaul decided to tell people last minute to switch their characters Mm -hmm. not just one person it was like everybody almost like um, i feel like at least five of the girls he was like what is your backup after hearing his the first options that they gave and 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 i'm just like uh, it baffled me that he did this because like it's these girls come into the show with like an outfit and then maybe, like, a backup. Right. But, like, RuPaul was saying no to the backups, too. <laughs> and, like, I don't understand what he expects from these queens. Like, does he expect them to be professional, like, um, impersonation of, like, anyone he wants? Yeah. Do like, you... when he told Teresa she should be Cher... Where the, what fuck the fuck did that come yeah, from? Yeah, like, when did Teresa ever give off the... And then Teresa was, like, contemplating, like, legitimately doing it. Oh, I did was... you listen to the interview she gave to Tia Coffee? 
on Addict Girl. Mm-hmm. I love that interview because she very clearly was like gave the middle figure to RuPaul and to Michelle, but like in the nicest way possible. I loved it. I think what confused me the most is that um, back in All Stars, like, I don't know, four or five, the one where that skinny white girl was on it, what's her name? Blair St. Clair. Yeah, five. Yeah, remember Blair St. Clair chose Ellen to do Ellen because he he the look like he looked like ellen yeah the yeah. look was good but the impersonation wasn't yeah and that was like a big kind of like set a precedent for like don't just do someone because you look like them you have to like make rupaul laugh and you have to be good at the impersonation meanwhile fast forward to this and like rupaul's telling the other white skinny girl what's her name scarlet Har- scarlet harlot to do um Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, just because, like, they look looks like it. Yeah. similar. I, and this goes back to our conversation last week. of like, And the fact that little... he wasn't in the bottom after that horrendous snatch game, he literally just did the slap on the face thing. And I was like, what the ever-loving fuck is this? Like, this isn't even, like... You know how, like, when they... When, when men have been chosen as snatch game characters... There's, like, a bit of, like, campiness to them where you can you can justify being that person, you know? I think the, the, the closest to being, to being egregious was Flavor Flav. I mean, I, he's campy, definitely, but he's certainly not, like, queer campy. But he's, you know, he was, uh, Shay was close enough to, to what... Anyways, this Macaulay Culkin I thought was so bad. And that lettuce dress... How the fuck was this bitch not in the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think the Macaulay Culkin was as bad as you thought it was. I thought it was just like very middle to low. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't my worst in in the Teresa was better though. I I agree that that uh Scarlet Harlot should have been in the bottom. Mostly mm-hmm. for that dress, not really so much for the snatch game. That dress was awful. It was horrendous. Yeah. Who the f- it looked like I was like, the only way that that's lime is if they peeled off the, the outside of the lime and then they just bit around the fucking lime itself. That was, she should be ashamed of herself. And I hope on Instagram she doesn't have that picture posted. <laughs> I'm, I will say, I think it's a very smart move that she did go with Macaulay Culkin after RuPaul told her to, because from the contestant's perspective, like, your goal is to make RuPaul laugh. So, like, right. I do think it was smart. And I do think that's why Teresa went home, because Teresa both chose not to do what RuPaul told her to do. And then well, there was another thing that, oh, shit, I forgot. But I think Teresa went home as like, oh, because both her and the other girl, what's her name? River. River are the ones that didn't listen to RuPaul. And but they got sent I would, home. I would rather get sent home on my own terms than getting sent home doing what this bitch wants me to do. And I, I, this is a competition show. I don't care. I'm, I don't I'm care. To, I'm here to win. I'm here to I, like do I, anything. I Look, I understand that you're here to win and that you're do, you're here to do whatever it takes to win. And if the bitch who's judging you is to do this, do it. Uh, uh-uh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out that way. Just to spite her, I would do the exact opposite. Like I would find a snatch game character and do the exact opposite of what she wanted me to do, because yeah. like. You are a spiteful bitch. <laughs> no, because it's not fair. Because I get so angry. She is not British. 
RuPaul is not British. Michelle, as much as she likes to pretend she knows the UK culture, she is not, she does not know UK culture. And so, like, most of these queens had very, like, they were pulling out, like, their first characters. I had no idea who they were. And I would not have gotten any of the jokes. But it's a UK show. So let the UK people do UK stuff. Uh, Like, she was, you know, she was saying, like, Oh, like, will the world know who this is? Who gives a fuck about what the world is? This is Drag Race UK. It's not Drag Race the world. You know? I think it's so cringy to see RuPaul, and specifically Michelle, like, try to make herself seem like she's British. Exactly. Just so she's like, um, to one of the characters, she was like, oh, because I love that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, girl, you're trying so hard. I know. It's like, it's it's like, it's I. It's sometimes I recognize myself in Michelle because sometimes I'm I like to pretend I'm such an Anglophile that like I'm like oh I know that if obscure UK reference too you know that's kind of like what she's doing and it's kind of like yeah but bitch you don't you're not UK like you no don't one's know. A- the thing is that like no one's asking you to do that yeah. and I just like it's so out of place I will say overall because this is a UK show. I didn't know a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I actually thought it was a really boring Snatch game. Yeah. But I'm sure um, if I knew some of the references, it would have been a little funnier. Who was um, the, who were the ones that you didn't get? All of them. I didn't know. I, I only know Gemma Collins mm-hmm. and um, Macaulay Culkin. Okay. I, don't, I don't know any of the other ones. And, you know, you don't always necessarily have to know them for it to be good. Yeah. Because um, I thought Nigella Lawson was, mm-hmm. like, I got, look, I'm not saying she was hilarious. I don't think Ella was, But you was got like, who she was. But I got, I got the story. I got yeah. what she was going for. And I thought she did it really well. Yeah. I'll agree um, to that. I know who Nigella, I know she is. I know who she is. <laughs> okay, okay, Michelle Visage. <laughs> Damn it, I caught myself being a piece of shit. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? I I just I stopped after I I wanted the world to know that I know who Nigella Lawson is. <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're no better than Michelle Visage. No Michelle Visage. No. Uh, I just like want them to like. They the the thing is that they I barely get the vibe that they want to do American Drag mm-hmm. Race. So like, why are they putting themselves? I just feel like they're bored, right? And like, they want to to like ex, like fuck up a whole other culture, like UK. Because <laughs> I'm I'm, like, I'm kind of like sorry. Go ahead, sorry. That's it. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm like kind of disappointed because I think that like. Drag Race has gotten so big and like I think that like it's starting to become homogenous in terms of what drag looks like across the world and that's what I don't want like I don't want glamour all the way for everybody and I feel like with the UK girls like the first season they were crunchy right and I was okay with that crunchiness because the the attitude and the persona is what matters in the UK And then the second one, you know, with Bimini and Taste, like, looks started mattering even more. And now I feel like they're just almost like carbon copies of the the U.S. uh, queens, right? They're trying so hard to be, like, these glamorous girls. And I was so pissed that Michelle, like, used the crafty word again in a negative context. And she always uses crafty in a negative context when she's talking to, like, 
people of color, which also pisses me off too. Um, and I'm very angry at her too because I hate the fact that they keep on trailing girls who have uh, English as a second language. I hate that they tell them to use the the their language, accent their accent, as and like humor. Some, yeah, I'm like, look, if the if it, if the role calls for it, fine, but don't go below like. Why don't you spanish it up a little bit? Like spice it up. It's like that's... those are code. Those are coded words, and you need to keep that bullshit. That's a I... microaggression. Yeah, absolutely. And she was filled with the. And I noticed that every time that Theresa May was on the screen, they always played like Latin music. And it's like <laughs> I'm not even kidding. People... No, but I I think I'm not mad at that because I feel like that's part of her brand. She's going for. She always references the, char- being yes, the only the, right the character. The, right, the like character the only... is yeah sorry the character is a spanish stereotype but she is the one who's creating that stereotype exactly she is not the one who's telling the editors put this janky ass spanish music behind me when i'm talking because what she says i mean it's not like she's funny yeah but what she says has like thought behind it like she is she's a smart cookie and i and like playing that music undercuts what she's saying because it's trying to say that what she's saying is silly and it's not silly, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, this episode really turned me off. Really, really turned me off on where Drag Race is headed. In if, if UK, if 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 uh, if Michelle and, and uh, RuPaul are going to be the heads of it, it's just I I don't I don't like that bullshit. I don't like it at all. For me, it was the last episode that did it. I, just the fact the whole charity thing just like ruined it. Mm. this season and kind of the whole thing for me because i'm like we we're not at a place of growth with the show it's just going to continue to reproduce the same season over and over again and like that and i mean i got that continued in this episode like that idea that we're just like here to replicate um a a, what is it like a a pattern that is successful but you're not you're not here for innovation you're not here for diversity and drag and i don't mean just racially and ethnically i just mean like a type of drag yeah so yeah and like kind of i'm oh, over sorry. it yeah and what she said to crystal i mean the other girls might have might as well just been like okay well i guess i'll leave too because what's the point when she oh told... my god wait okay, sorry um okay what were you saying i i have the Go part ahead. where she told crystal like god what you were meant to be a drag queen God has like given you your path. Like if I what were a queen, fuck was yeah. That? <laughs> if I were if I were a queen there, I'd be like, okay, well, fuck my drag. Like, and tr- like, I love when Teresa was like, they might as well just said meh to save some saliva. I I was with her a hundred percent because it's like so condescending, it's so rude, and it's just like whatever it it, it pisses it pissed me off because it's like okay so you save lettuce head over here for what she's awful she's been in the bottom girl she's she's not that awful she's really bad i she's not she's not really bad i liked her at first i do not like her anymore and i'm not saying i don't like her because of her personality i just don't like what she's presented on the show it's very bad Okay. Um, I have. I want to talk about one moment that mm-hmm. is not. Um, it's related to Crystal, and you brought her up, and I totally forgot about this moment. Um, do you remember how they were like praising her and like? That look was sickening, though. <laughs> no, I agree. But here's my issue with the show: they put her on a pedestal, 
And like now, you know how the the critiques these past couple of weeks for Crystal have been like, we put you at a higher standard, so now we expect more. Yeah, I think that is such a bullshit like um, critique to give someone. Yeah, because like Crystal looks are the looks she brought. Like yeah. you can't change those looks. Those are not things that are in her control at this point. Yeah. And if if they're stunning, if they're great, why is that a bad thing? Yeah. I'm just so confused by that critique. And I hate that it, it forces this storyline of Crystal that, like, she could be better. But yeah. no, Crystal's looks are stunning. Yeah. Like, those looks should not be critiqued in a negative way at all. No. You can I critique, mean, I, you can I, critique I, you... her for other things. Like, the right. Smash game wasn't that great. But, like, I hate that. And I think... You... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Once you put someone on a pedestal, like it's it's they have nowhere to go. Right. And and they have pushed Crystal so hard already. It's kind of it could be her downfall. I feel like this is her season, but I feel like they are giving a space to let her kind of like fall at the maybe like at the last second. I think they're giving her these critiques so that when she makes it to the top three and probably wins, like people will be like, well, she did struggle a little bit. I think and I hate I think, that because that's made up. That's I know like, it's made up. I, I think a fair critique would be like, hey, your looks are very similar and we want more variety. That is what? a fair that's a that, fair critique. That's a I fair think. critique, but it's that on a, it, it is a fair critique to give a queen, but it's not a fair critique to give Crystal specifically because she it was too out no, uh, it's the way that they're wording it. The yes. fact that it's the way that they're saying like you have gone so far beyond that like we expect more that's not the right way to say it the right way is like your looks are all really good but there needs to be more variety between them that is a fair critique because it's it's true like the the dragon fruit uh look it looked like her made her made up look right or no but see i'm saying that's not that's a unfair critique to give her because she but, but like it is a fair critique to say like we want variety because she could have made whatever she wanted to make. She decided to make an outfit that was something that she that was close to what she already brought. So, like in that sense, yes, you can say, "Hey, give us something different." But something different doesn't mean something better. It just means something different. But also, just 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 the same. But also, <laughs> she did that once. That's unfair to give someone that critique when it happened once. Well, where she, where she cre- the the look why she, she recreated a silhouette right all but, but like all of her other all of her other suits or all of her other things have been body suits they they have been very different no they haven't okay <laughs> i see that you're a crystal apologist and you're right there with rupaul no i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding i'm kidding i Either- want i want the the i've always stated this i want the strongest girl to win the show the uh, the the season and from what we've seen crystal is the strongest and i i i, I will say overall the strongest i would say overall the strongest kitty scott claus oh she's she's your overall strongest. yeah she's my overall strongest those looks are not good no she's got the <laughs> she's got the looks Dude. And that personality, the personality is—it can't, can't be beat. The personality, and her talent too. She's more talented than all of those girls. The personality is a one. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever. Okay, I will say last this uh, Ella Day's runway, the watermelon look, gorgeous. It got me a little. I was like, oh. 
<laughs> like she looks good. She looks, she looks so really good. She yeah. very much deserved to win this. Episode. I agree. I'll agree. I'll agree to that. All right, so let's move on. Who's your winner? Is is Kitty Cock Claws your winner? Yes. Okay, my winner is Chris Versace. Oh. Uh, let's move on to Canada's Drag Race. Oh, oh, another. Oh. <laughs> Stephanie Prince going home this early after those looks that she gave. Get the fuck out of here. Get the those that the the bearded lady look. Uh, okay, I'm okay, so... okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's talk about the episode a little bit. So this is episode three, Screech. The uh, runway theme was Good Girl Gone Bad. And the um, maxi challenge was to overact in a slasher film called Screech. The winner was Ariana, which let's we'll talk about it. Yeah. And um, the bottom two were Stephanie Prince and Cynthia Kiss. Who sang to uh, or lip sync to "Ghost" by Fifi Dobson, and uh, Stephanie Prince went home. Yes. Thoughts? Stephanie Prince should not have gone home. They kept Cynthia Kiss only because she's part of the Brat Pack, and it would be more drama with her and the other girls. That's, you really think that? Absolutely, a hundred percent. And they like they gave. Like they gave Cynthia Kiss the win because she looked like the song a little bit more than Stephanie Prince did. It's not that she embodied the song more than Stephanie Prince. It's just that it's like a gothy-ish kind of pop song, and she was dressed in like a gothy kind of look. Oh, you mean the lip sync? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I yeah, I don't like any of those people at all. Except for Kendall Gender. I'm talking about the Brad Pack, sorry. I feel like... Uh, I like I, Kendall Gender, though. No, I know. he can I, get it. I feel like you're... I don't know. You just, like, don't like the idea of this, like, trio thing more than you're... Like, I feel like you're letting that cloud your judgment of these queens individually. Mm, no. I don't know. Geometric, they, they geometric is done, annoying as shit. I don't think they've done anything to be, like particularly awful for you to be like hate them so much i don't hate them I you just you just like went off on like this brat pack and like how because i think that they're keeping them there i th- i just really mad that stephanie prince went home she the, the, you, you can the, say ca- that but like the caliber of her looks were just too good you can say that but like you don't have to blame the brat pack who hasn't done anything yet on i that. can do whatever i want you can, but you can also be wrong. I'm not wrong, though. Okay, so what do you think of Adriana winning? Do you think she was, like, the rightful winner of the challenge? That look was hot fire. I'm not gonna lie. The teacup look yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, the Marie Antoinette look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. It's been done before on the runway, but that was a different take on it, for sure. We have two Latinas winning uh, challenges in this thing. Yes. Yes. Uh, Latinas stay winning. Yeah. <laughs> Adriana. Um, I'm really good for her. Honestly, I thought she was going to be like an early out. Me too. <laughs> um, and I still don't see her as like finale material, but mm. I'm really glad that she has a win. And Same. Not, many, not all queens can say that they have a win under yeah. their belt. So. And... I'm going to give a special shout out to Suki Doll's look. That look was so good. Uh, do you remember what it was? No. 
Oh, it's the so she came out in kind of like a papal kind of outfit, mm-hmm. and then she took it off and she had like a very sheer dress. Oh, didn't all of them have the same thing? Like they started out papal and then they revealed to like some purple. of the, there was a couple of them who did that. Yeah, two yeah. of them did nuns. P- Pythia and Kendall Jenner did nun looks. Yeah, and then um, uh, Suki Doll and then uh, fuck. The old, the old queen who has a son. I forgot her name. I don't know. I forgot. And they Kamora? both. Did, yes, Kamora. Kamora Moore. Yes, uh, they did. Uh, they both did the the Pope kind of looks. But Suki Doll's look, I thought, was so cool. She had that like very sheer black dress, and then like the the hoops of the of the dress were like where her nipple should be, and then she had that full bodied. Uh, cat suit on that was like filled with tattoos that looked realistic mm. i thought oh i was like oh my gosh she looks so gorgeous mm. i think to me suki doll is a look queen of the season i can see i can um i think to me it's still um isis but i think suki doll's looks i think she's number two for me in terms of I, looks I, I need you to relook that runway again because i i promise you if you like when she when she said that like the devil's in the details with her drag, she I she was not kidding. That look was so sexy. It was one of the sexiest looks I've ever seen. It kind of looked like a girl who just got out of bed and she got like freshly fucked. Oh my god, so glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking at it right now? I think I'm trying to find it on her Instagram, but she only has the circus the, one. That circus look was so good too. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't see it. She doesn't have it up yet. All right, well, just look at it later. I promise you, it'll it'll blow your mind when you look at it differently. Um, but I was very mad that Stephanie Prince went home. She's such a good queen. Oh, I see it. You see it. Yeah, it's it's not as good as you were giving. <laughs> and it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm it's just, really good. and because the I the, like that I like the, the tassels top. look like nipple rings. That's why it's even like it's even better. It's just I like, like I like the top more than I like the reveal. Mm, no, I love the reveal. It's just mm. so sexy. Ugh, ugh. I but Suki, <laughs> Suki is very <laughs> uh very pretty in drag. Yes, very pretty. And I love his, the way he talks. Oh, Suki doll. Oh, like, I love that when he says his own name. Suki gives, or like, as as boy gives very um, dumb energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad at it at all, yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. like very like, like dumb blonde kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like Suki. Me too. I re- I, to me, like, Suki is winning over my heart. Isis... I'm like, okay, we were, you know, Salvatruchos, whatever. But now I'm like, no, nah, it's all Why? about Suki. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just kind of like, I, I kind of have a crush on ISIS. So, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Why, did, all... wait, why does that explain why you've given up on her? Well, because now I see her differently. Oh my God, Eddie, grow up! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, and she just sucked really bad in the last two challenges. She did not suck. I mean, she wasn't her best, that's for sure. But yeah, but Suki Doll. Oh my God, that look. Oh, I can't believe you're not as obsessed with it as I am. Yeah, we we 
I mean, we also have very different tastes in drag queens. She looks like a fucking, like, mobster in, like, a Hong Kong movie or something like that. Oh, she's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so who is your winner? Uh, Oh, did you have anything else you wanted to? What did you think of uh, Brooklyn's look? I don't give a shit about Brooklyn. Damn. <laughs> I don't fucking remember her look. It was a red look. I don't. I truly give zero. I. You know what? We're gonna talk about Brooklyn. So, and I, I know we disagree on this already. Mm. Um, but they're giving um, Brooklyn the RuPaul edit now this season. Uh-huh. Like they're making her the like the, the main girl. Yeah, and I. I'm so upset by it. And why? Because I don't like, I thought it was so cool that they um, like democratized the judging experience with on the first season where they're like, we have three judges. Was it three or four? Three. And, and all of their opinions mattered. As yeah. opposed to where RuPaul is like, my opinion is the only one that matters or like whatever. And I, I hate the idea that we have to have this one main person be the judge like the ultimate judge this like king or queen like i don't think i I don't i don't think brooklyn's like that i think she's just hosting more i know i don't i'm not saying that it's like that but they're giving her that edit yeah because they got that critique that like a lot some people wanted it to be more like uk i'm Mm. sorry like american and to our point before like why are we making things like the american version i want to see what these countries do differently and i think canadians are known for being like nicer and i just feel like that is what a canadian would do to like democratize the judging experience it makes sense to me yeah. that they would like make it fairer um and so i'm just like annoyed that that we're getting to see brooklyn more because i never liked her to begin with but like now that she's like the rupaul of the show and she's like the girl she's always in the middle now she's always like that she's the the face of of drag race mm-hmm I'm just like, this is, this is, again, we're moving to, like, making everything, like, American Drag Race. I'm just like, what are we doing? We already have America's Drag Race, whatever. Okay, so your thoughts on Brooklyn? Opposite. That's me. And we'll leave it, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's your winner of UK, I'm sorry, Canada season two? Canada season two? Can I give you my top three? No, just winner. I'm going to give you my top three. So I'm going to edit out your top three. Give me your winner. All right. So in order of... I'm going to give you my top three. Okay? Top three. Isis Couture. Mm -hmm. Suki Doll. Mm -hmm. And... Kendall Gender. In that order? As in those are the top three. Who's your winner? Suki Doll. Okay. <laughs> How about you? Uh, my winner is Pythia. <gasps> I forgot about Pythia. Shit. Okay. Replace Kendall Gender with Pythia for me. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Let's, and uh... I kind of have a crush on Pythia too. He's cute. <laughs> So does that mean Pythia can't win now? No. He can win this dick. That's, <laughs> that's truly the definition of losing. Oh. <laughs>
All right, moving on to our uh, media of the week segment. Um, Eddie, do you have any Mo you want to talk about? Yes. So I went to go see Dune on Saturday. Um, so I haven't read the book, but after the movie, I did purchase the book. Um, I've been familiar with Dune because in the 80s, they famously try to make the movie. But they say that Dune is like an impossible movie to make because it's so character heavy. I bought the book and the book is it's, it's fucking dense. It's I'm like I'm on page like 100 and I'm still like what? <laughs> so like it's de- it's dense. Um and uh but the movie was so good. Um I have a crush on Timothy Chalamet. I mean, he's a cute he's a cute twink. Um but like aside from that, like there are certain movies that need to be seen in the movie theater. I think Dune is definitely one of those movies. Just because of the scale of the movie itself, it's huge. Like, you have these, like, ships that are the size of planets coming out of the water. And it's, like, beautiful to look at. And the world is so... It's, it's like, the main, the main part of the movie is set in the desert. And, like, you can feel the heat. And, like, you can feel the airiness and like the desperation of like water and the need for it. And um, very few times do I get goosebumps during a movie and I got goosebumps during this movie. And it's because it's just so beautiful to look at. There's like so much to take in. Um, If anything, that's the biggest takeaway I have from Dune is like, it's a beautiful movie that needs to be experienced in the movie theaters. Do not watch it in your computer. Do not watch it in your phone. Watch it in the movie theaters. It's, Really, really good. Cool. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna ask me what my favorite media of the week is? <laughs> oh, I thought you were just gonna tell me, but like, what's your favorite media of the week this week? Thanks for asking, Andy. <laughs> you know, tip for tat. We love that. Okay, yeah. my favorite media of the week is. Um... So I've never heard of Dune in my life, and um, I saw these memes on Twitter about it, and I saw one that was involving Wendy Williams. And mm. it's just like the poster of Dune with Wendy Williams on it. And it's like, how you doing? <laughs> uh, that's your media of the week. That's my media of the week. Oh my <laughs> so apparently you should go watch Dune. I don't, I'm not going to watch it, but if you do, let us know how it is. <laughs> I do have one more media since you clearly threw yours away. Um, I want to say Kim Petra's album she has a Halloween album, and uh, that's like her. Yeah, that's like old music. I right? know, but like yeah. I love the fact that she has a Halloween album. Yeah, like, Megan The Stallion just came out with a Halloween album too. So like Ooh. I've been popping my pussy to that. It's been really fun. But I love that Kim Petras had like a full out Halloween um, uh, album. I mean, she came out with it a year or two ago, so it's not new, but. I just love the fact that she has a Halloween album and one of her songs was the main song from Dragula Resurrection and it was the vampire themed and I love vampires and anything like that. So more power to Kim. I've um, recently come out as a Kim Petra stan and oh. um, I'm obsessed. I they love call them the Kim Gurus. What? That's your fandom name. Someone told me it was the the Petri dishes. Oh. 
both of those names suck really bad. They do, but yeah. whatever they are, I'll take it because I'm in love with her. <laughs> oh, nice. She's after that um, future is now performance at the VMAs. I'm obsessed. I actually think that was one of my media media of the weeks. I already it talked was. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's All it right. for this episode. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Feel free to. <laughs> Um, please follow us on our instagram at los bichos podcast you can follow us on twitter at los bichos pod and you can email us at los bichos podcast at gmail.com also shout out to freddy who is my dad every halloween he likes to go halloween to scare me and my sister and he still does it so halloween everybody bye happy halloween (laughs) happy halloween bye (laughs) oh thank you what is that screaming i have my window open (laughs) um